Talk Time with Reed Moriarty. We're at the Blue Moon Cafe. We're here in view Amy Kirkland. So, Amy, I know the Bluebird Cafe is like a main character in the TV show Nashville. Do you think it is portrayed realistically? I like the way it's portrayed in the TV show, and I'll tell you why. Why? Everything else that happens in Nashville in that show has got greed and lust and all of the seven deadly sins in it. But when you get to the Bluebird, it's always the place where everything is is good and done for the right reasons. So I like that about it. All right. How did you pick the location originally? I grew up in this neighborhood, and I was looking for a place, and I went by, and it said for rent in the window. All right. Way back in 1982, did you ever imagine how legendary it would become? Absolutely not. I, I think it's totally an accident and a grace of God. All right. I understand the Bluebird is featured in several movies. Has there ever been a song written about it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question. There is a line in um, a David Frizzell song that says, Bluebird Cafe, midnight, late night conversations. But I, and I think that was about the Bluebird. And then in the song 16th Avenue that Lacey J. Dalton made, it doesn't mention the Bluebird, but the songwriters of that song wrote a Bluebird verse just for me. All right. What makes the Bluebird unique? Um, it's small, people really listen here, it's very intimate, and it's all about the songwriters. What do you appreciate most about songwriters, Amy? I appreciate that they can take my experience or anybody's experience and just cut right to the part of it, the most heart, emotional part of it, but make it general enough so that everybody can can feel what I feel. How did you develop such a good ear? <laughs> My mother raised me to listen to Broadway musical shows. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to Oklahoma and Kiss Me Kate and that sort of thing. I have a favorite musical, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, I love that one, yeah. With Dick Van Dyke, Sally yeah. and House? Yes. And those, the songs in there are a lot like country music because the lyrics tell a story. In rock and roll music, the lyrics mm-hmm. tell an emotion, but in country music, the lyrics tell a story. All right! What audition advice would you give a young songwriter? Well, uh, I guess there's two kinds of advice. One is about the song they write. So they need to write something that's real and meaningful and not about uh, trying to get a hit or get on the radio, but it has to mean something to them. And then when they get here, they should not come in wearing a big cowboy hat and a lot of sequins. All right. <laughs> and, and, they, and they should remember their lyrics. All right. What should they wear, Amy? Blue, uh, blue jeans, T-shirt, and a baseball cap. All right. Or whatever they're comfortable in. <laughs> do you ever get nervous before the auditions, Amy? Now, I don't do the auditions anymore, but when I did, yes, I got nervous because I'm nervous on stage. Hmm. All right. Do you have a funny story about an audition? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell the story because it is funny. Bless his heart, the man who was playing had mm-hmm. hurt his hand, and so his middle finger was wrapped up 
in a big white bandage. And so when he had his hand on the guitar, it looked like he was making a dirty sign to everybody in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Were you here when Taylor Swift was discovered? No, I was not here for Taylor. She got discovered after uh, I had sold the Bluebird, but I was here for Garth Brooks. I know they call you the first lady of Nashville. What's your high point of living here? Oh, my goodness. I love living in Nashville, and it's really great. Uh, and there's so many great things have happened for me here, in my personal life and in my Bluebird life, but I would mm. say... Some of my Bluebird high points were Garth Brooks' first night and one night when Bonnie Raitt played here. Of course. Yeah. All right. Do you have a low point? Oh, goodness. <sighs> the first five years I was in business here were terrifying to me, and I was going broke. I, I don't know if I could pinpoint a particular day Although some mornings when the cook didn't show up and I thought, how am I going to run a restaurant? Those were some bad days. All right. How did you train audiences to be respectful? That's a wonderful question. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with the audiences trained themselves and then they trained each other. I'd come in and there'd be a show going on and nobody would make any noise and then somebody would talk and the audience would turn around and go, shh. To them. So what music is at the top of your playlist, Amy? I like a lot of folk music. So Cheryl Wheeler would be near the top for me. Uh, in the country world, I love Kathy Matea. I love Garth. All right. Yeah. Some of the older, not old, old country music, but some of the older. I'm not, I'm not big on the current country music. All right. Music. I like Taylor Swift. Do you? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, she's wonderful. Good she's song really writer. wonderful. She is. I think I love Dolly Parton for country music. Absolutely. She's great. Great all songwriter, right. great performer. I think we have one more question. Okay. What's your favorite movie of all time, Amy? Favorite movie of yes. all time? Yes. What could you tell us, Amy? Well, I don't know. Uh, that changes all the time. I love a movie called Two for the Road with Audrey Hepburn, I think. Sabrina. That's a great movie. All right. What's your favorite movie? Besides Jungle Book? Or Chi Chi Bang I like The Wizard of Oz. Oh, absolutely. I'm it's another you. musical. Let's just change mine to The Wizard of Oz, too. All Some right. of the great, great songs in there. So is you. there anything you'd like to ask me? Oh, I want to know all about you. Tell, all me, right. tell me about your podcast. What are you doing? Well, talk time with Reed I Moriarty. I people from around the world. Yeah.